when the tide is right. I don't know. I I shouldn't have gone with it. I I had a I had a whole thing and then I I froze. You're so lucky, Victor's not here. <laughs> I know I was gonna get ripped. You are so lucky. He would have absolutely demolished that one. But um, I uh, I definitely gave you a look. So <laughs> welcome welcome, welcome to bungholes and rabbit holes. holes. Grab that bottle of whiskey, get cozy, and enjoy the rabbit holes with us. Enjoy the show. Yeah, that's it, guys. Have a great week. Um, <laughs> that's I, the show this week. I I don't even know what's going on. I think I got it confused. Where it was, I was supposed to say when the time is right and the tide is high, and then I was going to say, just call me Jerry. <laughs> but what is the what, what what does the tide have to do with Jerry? I have that's part of my joke of it. It was it, oh, it was okay. like a whole thing of I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know if this was like a real joke. No, I was just making it up on the fly. Ah, Jesus. You had me thrown off, Devo. I know. I was hoping to throw you off, you know, just like a scout member. Oh, you got me good. A scout member? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a boy scout? Yeah, don't they throw people off sometimes? If they're not going to survive, they throw them off a cliff or something. I didn't mean to go. Uh, Wow, that got really dark. I apologize. Man, you could have been like a pirate, a, a horse that was weighing down the boat because they were in the doldrums or well, something. Yeah, I don't especially because I said tide, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I might as well talk about the fucking whiskey. <laughs> and talking about scouts, <laughs> we're doing Old Scout this week, guys. So this one, you know what? I feel like Old Scout is fairly well known. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a... Uh, I'm like 99% sure this is MGP. It's distilled in Indiana, bottled by Smooth Ambler Spirits Co. in West Virginia. Um, Smooth Ambler Old Scout Bourbon is a fine curated whiskey scouted, in quotes, during our efforts to find an exceptional American whiskey with smoothness and flavor we admire. We obtain Old Scout to make available to our friends and to ourselves, in parentheses, delicious drinkable bourbon that might otherwise remain unenjoyed. Interesting. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything, but why would it be unenjoyed? Because it sucks? (laughs) I I don't know. That does give a negative thought thought towards it. Yeah. Oh, well. So it's by Smooth Ambler, Old Scout. Well, it's not by them. It's their Smooth Ambler Old Scout Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, I don't know the age on it. I'm guess it, this is actually an old batch. Um, I guess I've had. I you know what happens on this podcast? I have so many bo- bottles of bourbon. I'm like, oh shit, we could do that one. And then I I'm like, shit, I've had that bottle for like a year and a half. So a lot of the bottles that we do are kind of older from time to time. So, but this is a. It's fitting that it's Old Scout. So it's like a. a it's like a small batch type bourbon so you, you batch to batch it should be pretty consistent yeah you you could assume that for sure um so it's, the reason i say i have an old batch is this is batch 3 oh wow <laughs> and i feel like old scout's pretty well known yeah so it's kind of a boring bottle it's a it's like a it's the tall thin whiskey bottle that you'll see quite commonly uh, labels, not bad, not great. It's at least easy to read. 
Yeah, it's 99 proof, so that's kind of a nice nice proof for a... I think this is about a $35 bottle, $40 bottle. Uh, Yeah, on TotalWine.com, I saw it for like 45 Okay, other so prices were, have gone up. Yeah, other places were um, a little different too, though. So I think I got this on a steal. Like, I saw it, and I'm like, well, I can't not buy it for that price. I think I paid $32 for this. But obviously, we can't review it at the price I paid on good deals. We have to review it on, or at least for the value rating. Right. On what the majority of the public. What they have access to. Yeah, the the only cool thing is they have kind of like a dark wood top. Uh-huh. It kind of looks nice. But otherwise, it's it's kind of boring, kind of bland. It kind of bugs me because the bottom of the glass, I don't know if you can see it. It's like not level. <laughs> is it? And it's not a wine type bottle right where it has like a little cavity at the bottom no okay no. i mean there's a cavity but it's a very small cavity okay yeah so 99 per 49.5 percent alcohol by volume so it's about half alcohol wow i made a big pour. <laughs> I, I think i did too but it yours is a hell of a lot smaller than mine oh look, yeah look at my midline <laughs> jesus <laughs> trying to get drunk after your weekend of drinking, you're you're going for it again. I usually I pour two glasses, so this just saves me from having to pour the second one. Okay, you know? so you're starting to learn why my Devo pours are are the way that they are. Um, I don't intentionally pour this much. It's just when I pour this much, <laughs> it's like, well, nah, I'm not going to pour it back in the bottle. So <laughs> it has a very traditional bourbon smell to it. I feel like this is kind of what you expect bourbon to smell like. Yeah. Uh, Very like vanilla, caramel, pepper, some anise. I was going to say anise and pepper coming through. Um, I do see the uh, caramel. I'm getting more caramel and. Oh, no, I guess you're right with the vanilla. I I was going to say like uh, brown sugar, but. It's slightly floral. Yes. Yes. And kind of light. It's weird because you get you get the ethanol and you get the flavors, but it does come across as what I would call like airy. Okay. So like yeah, lighter, yeah, lighter, lighter, right? Yeah. It's interesting though. It, it's it's enjoyable in terms of just the nose, like the nose is nice. It'd make a good candle, huh, Diva? Yeah, I was gonna roll on that. Yeah. Maybe even a deodorant. You know, Buffalo Trace partnered with, uh, <laughs> Buffalo I don't Trace. know, that'd be kind of weird. Buffalo Trace made a, uh, partnered with, uh, fuck, what's that company? It's like one of the popular guys bar soap brands that's like slightly higher end. Oh, I was like going to say pretty Irish big bar screen. soaps. <laughs> no, that's not uh, Dr. Swatch or something like that. <clears throat> no, no. Like what you can actually find in a store and you don't have to buy online. Mm. They don't have a Star Wars version from what I know or a Sasquatch version. Uh, they partnered with this company. I can't remember what it's called. Someone just sent me a picture of their beard wash, too. And it was it was Buffalo Trace. I'm like, oh, I have that bar of soap. It's actually a pretty nice bar of soap. So if you ever see it, Buffalo Trace bar soap, it, it's a nice bar. Worth it. <clears throat> Does it smell like their whiskey? Or? It has bourbon hints. Okay. It has bourbon hints. So hint. just don't get Like that over. caramel, vanilla, spice. Like It's just a nice, pleasant scent not too musky not too you know 
just smells nice. Gotcha. This is, have you taken your sip? Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. I will say, I get a little worried. Like, mid-palate, there's, like, that bitterness that I don't like. <clears throat> but then it softened out, and it came across nice. Yeah, the, the slight, because um, I'm getting a little bit of, like, a, uh, not woodsy, what what do we, earthy on the finish. It's, like, a slight earthiness on the finish instead of it being um, overly sweet. Yeah, it, the it, if you take your second sip, I'm wondering if you get what I get. I get kind of like a syrupy sweet throughout the palate with an underlying spice. I see where, yeah, I see where it's you're just like from. slightly syrupy, and the finish was a not li- like bad. I don't know if if you're making it to where like it's being suggestive you're, to towards my yeah, um, like I'm process, making but- it happen. Um, I'm getting that through the finish now too. Still like yeah, slight it, it earthy stays... tones, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's still syrupy feel. Sweet. I think there there's there's enough spice on it to make it nice, but there's not a ton. Um, it's also kind of it's pretty smooth. It's relatively smooth. Yeah, I definitely agree with with plenty of flavor. I think the only thing is. The syrupiness might be too much for me. Okay, but it's not a like it's not like it's just a sweet whiskey. It's not like there's plenty of flavor, and I feel like it's pretty well balanced. But for some reason, that syrupiness is kind of just hitting me oddly. Okay, yeah, I, I feel like um, you get hit with the the pepper anise on the front of the palate, then it goes into like that syrupy feel and it kind of just hangs there for a while. Yeah. Um, and I think for, for me, it's almost like too smooth. Like, you know that there's Mm -hmm. a decent amount of flavors that are going on, but I'm only catching the pepper and the, um, now syrup E sweet. Yeah. It's pretty simple. I feel like, but it's it's nice. It's enjoyable. The Kentucky Hug wasn't anything crazy. No, it's not me. like overly oaky. There's a mild hint of oak, mm-hmm. but not a ton. At least that's what I think. Um, but it's nice. It's it's good. Yeah, I, I think this one is a good one for just you know. This one would be a good one to just pass around. Hmm. You're not caring too much about the price or anything and like who ends up trying it because it it may fit a lot of palettes. Well, it's like I said, it was, it's good. It's well balanced, but I feel like it's not heavy on the spice. I feel like even the palette's pretty airy. Like it's, it's a light palette that lasts for a while. Like it doesn't make my tongue tingle. It doesn't hit my palate heavy. It just kind of hits and then lingers. Yeah, definitely. For quite a long time, surprisingly. But it is enjoyable. The vanilla definitely comes through pretty heavily. It's like caramel and it's almost like if you had the, you had like a caramel vanilla frappe or something. 
frappe, frappe how so it you're finishes. Going to, you're going to McDonald's for the frappe? Or whatever the fuck, the frappuccino? I don't know. <laughs> you know I feel right? like frappe is just so much quicker to say. <laughs> Iced coffee. See, like, frappe is quick. Frappuccino. I feel like a surfer dude. Like, oh, let's go get a frappuccino, bro. <laughs> I, I was, frappe I, just sounds like you're you're kind of douchey, but not that douchey. Well, you could just shorten even more and just say a frap. A frap, yeah. I just feel like right someone there, would though. misinterpret that. Right there, you sounded like a bro, though. Frap, yeah, because I was thinking of yeah. brap. Makes me think of wop 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 wop, and not the uh, Italian term. Please excuse me. It's not what I meant. I was talking about uh, what the fuck's your name? Cardi B? No. I think it was. Big ass. Yeah. It's not Cardi B. No? That was no, crazy. it's... Um, it's not Megan no, Thee Stallion. It? It's... Ah, uh, fuck. What, is it Cardi... I don't think it's Cardi B. Who's the other uh, rapping chick? Oh, it is Cardi B. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting her mixed up with... It is featuring Megan the Stallion, though. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Um, I like it. I don't know that... This one, you don't have to talk about for a long time. It's no, just... It's it's simple. It's... Um, it's there. It's there. It, it's got a good proof. I, I like the proof on it. Agreed. Um, I don't... I think if you go a little bit too too high with this i mean they're they do have a or at least smooth ambler has a cask strength yes but obviously it wouldn't be i don't think it would be the same batch or or the same uh it's probably the same mash bill it just comes bill. out at at um a barrel proof hmm. i would guess i i mean they have a few different whiskeys i can't think of them right now there's the smooth ambler is it like contradiction there's the one with the elephant on the label. I think that's a rye. They have an American whiskey. Um, the cask strength is by, is the founders. Uh, oh, okay. Collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The there's another horse one that's just the old old scout straight. That's what we're drinking. Single barrel. Uh, very old. 14 year. Oh man, that one's going for uh close to $900. Yeah, it's got to be a um like allocated type bottle that someone kept for a long time. So going to their website, their new label is better, by the way. Like I said, we have an older <laughs> older one. Let's <clears throat> see. What do we have? So their main lineup, it is the Contradiction Bourbon. It's actually the Contradiction Bourbon. Huh, we may have to try that one, Diva. Uh, That is a... That's the one with the elephant. Then they have Old Scout Bourbon. Then they have Founders Cast Strength Series. Those are the three whiskeys. I swore they had a rye. I thought I saw one, too. When I was going through the... I'm a little irritated by this. They do. It's a contradiction, right? Oh, that's weird. They don't have it on their website. Oh, they do. Um, or oh, did you I just hit the arrow? Ah, yep. There it is. Contradiction, Rye. For sure. I think they they have all of them in uh, 
Oh, there it is. I just had to click the right arrow, too. And then uh, what you'll see a lot, too... Oh, they have the Old Scout Rye single... Oh, they have an Old Scout Rye. Port cask finish. They have a bunch of shit. Okay. So, I've heard good things about their cask strength rye as well. But we aren't reviewing those right now, so we're going to have to try those. We should probably try them. I think they're they're reasonably priced. The Founder Series is a little more expensive, kind of in that 70 Seventy seventy five range, like a lot of the cask strengths are. So, what do you think, Diva? Um, Did you do a swish? I, I didn't. Um, but I will give this right now at a. I think I'm gonna give it a four point two five. Oh. Um. So it's oh. up there, but at the same time, like. I I think I this... wouldn't have this alone. If that makes any sense. Okay, you don't trust yourself with it? Yeah, because it is... Might end up in is, your butt? Yeah. I mean... Uh, in the butt, huh? Okay. Yeah. Just call me Jerry. <laughs> yeah, when the tide's high, you know. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? I, I think I got it from like a song. And Anyways, uh, 4.25 on the rating. Um, At the $40 range, I, th- I think it's pretty on par. So I'm going to give it a 4.25 mm-hmm. as well. And um, I don't know if I would end up trying it in a cocktail. That's fair. Uh, it, like, it, it, I it, may, like, if someone else was with me, I wouldn't be trying it on my own in a cocktail. It could be good in, like, a bourbon smash or, like, one of those berry bourbon drinks. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about syrupy. where they have... A- yeah, yeah, like not only kind of like when, a. I don't think we described it enough, but um, or we described it a lot, but we didn't go as in depth. Um, the syrupy isn't just with the like flavor profile of it, but also the consistency. Cause yeah, it kind of and it kind of sits like it's like if you had maple syrup and it just sat there for a while afterward. It's obviously not the same sweetness, but mm-hmm. I feel like you had a pancake, you had maple syrup on it, and it was on your palate. And it just kind of lingers there for a while because there's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, it's actually a possibility for a cigar, like a light wrapper. Agreed. I don't like light wrappers, but that's... Except for M&M. Um... Dude, that guy's hard. I don't know why you're saying that he's light. <laughs> well, because he's light skinned. I know. I I, I was going oh. the other route. Ah, oh. oh. I was going to ask. How did you know he's hard? <laughs> um. So, I I agree though. Like this is definitely it's not in no no go with a cigar. It might not be terrible with a cigar. I just feel like the only thing you might see is you have like twice as much of it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's you once you have that cigar and you have the smoke on your palate, it's going to hide hide it not quickly. Like you'll still taste it, but it won't be as potent. And I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast. That's why we like higher strength because it's strong enough to complement a cigar, and it the cigar doesn't take away from it. Mm-hmm. So. Because, you know, you, you sit there with a cigar, you don't want to be reaching for your drink and just chugging it, chugging it, chugging it. It's just not fun. 
Uh, I was just thinking of, I think, the Chuck it like one, Charles. Well, that and uh, the the one trip up in Vegas where I was just going ham, and then also trying to smoke a cigar, and then you had to take it away from me, and yeah, fell asleep at the the bar and. Charles oh, had that to, one. Yeah. I thought you were talking about well, there a lot of uh, Devo with cigar stories in Vegas, apparently. Because that was the one that first came to my mind. Oh, you were thinking of the one that we took for... When we were walking the fucking strip smoking a cigar because everybody thought that would be a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. I'm over here, like, the out-of-shape one in the group, and... There, everybody's like, yeah, let's go walk the strip. So now you're like avoiding people, hoping to God that, you know, some gross ass person doesn't accidentally bump into your cigar, hoping you don't ash on someone. And you're like panting because you're trying to walk fast to get by all these crazy people. I did a couple and Biden then, calls that night. You did. Going to fell up, up the, the stairs. stairs. That's when I had to, the reason I thought of that was because I had to take the scar away from you at that point because yeah, you're going to was... continue to smoke it and it completely hit the dirty ass step. <laughs> I'm like, nope, Diva, you're throwing this shit away. I'm pretty sure that I I almost threw a tantrum like a little kid. Uh it was you forgot about it quickly. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a little kid. I could have just given you another toy and you'd been fine. Like, oh, Devo, here's a beer, and you'd been perfectly fine. So it was, it's all good. Don't even remember the cigar after that point. Oh, so funny! You just tried to smoke the beer. No, I'm just kidding. You weren't that bad. Um, they do that though. Like, smoke it, a beer. There's a. I don't know if it's the if it's beer or if it's like vodka or some other type of alcohol, but. Um, there, there's a thing that you can do, like you, is it humidify? I don't know what you, but you put it in like a, like a balloon and you can inhale alcohol. Why? Why? I don't know. It just sounds like a bad idea. It, It sounds like chemistry students that weren't really wanting to deal with the actual stuff that they were supposed to be learning. Sounds like kids that were told not to drink beer. They're like, okay, well, I can inhale it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they get in trouble, and it's like, well, you told me not to drink beer. I didn't drink beer. (laughs) I fucking inhaled it. What's what's your rating on this guy? I'm going to give it the same rating. I was between a 4 and a 4.25, but I go back to, like, whiskeys that I think are good. And usually, like, good whiskey is a 4. That's what I think. Like, it's something I'd drink, something I wouldn't, you know, I'd get at a bar if that was, you know, one of the a ones choice that's left type and thing. affordable. Yeah. I, I, and I want to talk about that a little bit because I ran into a situation this weekend with whiskey and pricing. We'll touch on that after this. But so it's, it is enjoyable. I like it. I will definitely go back to it. I think it's, it's not at that, like, it's priced well. It kind of drinks like a 40 to $50 bourbon. It has better flavor. It's a little smoother, but you still get enough of the kick because of the proof. But it doesn't have that. You know, have you had a bottle of like $25 bourbon recently? Like even like Bullet. I like Bullet, but you have it and it's like, oof, okay. I remember why I like like $40, $50 bottles of bourbon. Yeah, um, like Bullet from time to time. Like if I've had a few of my other bottles... Um... And then I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I don't want to go that hard right now. I just want to have something to wet the whistle. I have bullet on the shelf. Okay, I'll go ahead and pour that. And it 
t- like there's still stuff to it, but it tastes a little flat. Yes. Um, and I again, I like Bullet. I think it's a good whiskey. Just their basic Bullet, but it does fall flat, and it just kind of it. Like we talk a lot about flavor, right? Like we don't, we don't, we're completely fine getting like slapped in the face with proof, heat, burn going down as long as there's flavor. But a lot of those like twenty to thirty dollar bottles are very, they're fine, and you can drink them, but you get you get kind of a little bit of the ethanol kick at a lower proof, and you don't get quite as much flavor. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think value wise, I think it's perfectly priced at that forty five dollar price point. Again, I got it for a steal. I think they were trying to get rid of a bunch of bottles, and maybe they found an old case, and maybe that's why I have such an old batch. And it's it's enjoyable. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> so, and again. It, Cigar, I think it would be good. I think if you're going to put it into a cocktail, I wouldn't put it into a what I would consider a traditional bourbon or whiskey cocktail. I wouldn't put it in a Manhattan. It's not high enough rye, even though it probably is a high rye bourbon, by the way. It's my guess. With, I'd say it's probably like an 18 to 22% rye content. Yeah, with, with the, the earthiness that are coming through, I could see that. Let me see if it has it. Old Scout mash bill. Old Scout. Oh, shit. Corn, Here you 36 go. 36 rye. Yeah. Malt. I was low on the rye. Maybe this is why we like it. Because it's got a, a higher rye? Yeah. It is It is enjoyable. It, it comes in kind of where I'd expect a 45. Like, it's this is years. what I would expect. That makes sense. I mean, it has enough... It drinks like it's more than four years. I kind of group bourbons by like zero to two, two to four, four to eight, and then eight plus. Gotcha. Because I think after four years, it doesn't make as much of an impact. Zero to two does like nothing to the bourbon. Two to four, you start to get that like oakiness that you want in a bourbon and that color. It's it's dark enough to to make sense of that. Did you see what the uh, tasting notes were on on their site? No, is it something completely ludicrous? Well, we we got it with the sweet and smooth, and that it's okay. exceptionally drinkable. But they also got notes of butterscotch and cherry pie, and tobacco. Pipe. Cherry pipe tobacco. Oh, pipe. Oh, yeah. Bad. It I is exceptionally pi- drinkable. For see, I don't. Uh, I don't get the butterscotch. I get much more of like that that caramel vanilla flavor. Um cherry pipe tobacco? What the fuck? You must be like I wouldn't even know what cherry pipe tobacco s- tastes like, let alone smells like. <laughs> yeah, no no fucking clue. It, well, I feel like woodsy or uh, wood piper pipe smokers they're they're on there's not too many people out there that are doing that still. Mm-mm. I think they're like the I tobacco smokers, I should say, because there's they're like plenty of the other pipe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a valid point. I feel like you get you have two groups of people right now that smoke pipes. You have the older guys that are like the dudes that you'd think would be like sophisticated, and they probably wrote a book or two in their life. 
And then you have like these younger groups. So like when I say younger, I'm thinking like probably like 25 to 35 year olds. Hipsters? No, that are like nerdy, but they're trying to be cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are like the two groups right now that smoke pipes. Slightly now I'd be, RC. I would not be opposed to smoking a pipe. If it's someone, cleaner, uh, right? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, Cause do you put a filter? I think most of them come with. Oh, well, you don't inhale, right? It's like a cigar. You don't yeah. inhale. And you're not. I mean, the, the smell of pipe tobacco. Inhale, it's not a. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the smell of pipe tobacco is much improved over other. But this person clearly, whoever did the tasting notes, clearly isn't from California because you can't get flavored tobacco in California. So how the fuck are we supposed to know? <laughs> True. If we knew, we'd be breaking the law. You know, I, I don't know. Or I had it a while ago. I've never had it though, so I mean, I've had a cherry. I'm sure I've had a cherry black and mild. Those are fucking disgusting. I remember the first time that I had black and mild. I never went back. I don't think. I, wait, I may have had a, a second one. You've had some with me, but they weren't regular black and milds. They were like they're they were trying to be like kind of fancy cigarish, not like a Dijarm type wrapper. That kind it's- of feeling. Was I drunk? Uh, I mean, we when we, we were we at home together, we there was like down. a there's a fifty percent chance that we were drunk together. I mean, it depends what you th- what you consider drunk, right? Are you saying like you're over the legal limit to drive you're drunk? Or are you saying like you're you're like you aren't thinking like passed out drunk? You're like let loose drunk, right? Yeah, like where you're just kind of mellow or yeah, okay. Yeah, then like 50% of the time we were probably drunk together on like Bullet or Jim Beam. <laughs> After watching uh, a couple of scary movies and whatnot. Or Black Sails. Yeah, those good old days. Um, yeah. I kind of want to rewatch that show, by the way. But, oh, it's a great okay. rewatch. <laughs> so I have a very interesting... We talked about this a little bit. Like, oh, I'd drink. I'd get it again at a bar. So there, bourbon is all sorts of fucked up with pricing at bars. I don't know if you've experienced this. Obviously, you have the allocated stuff. Even if it's not an expensive bottle, the pour is ridiculous, right? Anything Weller, um, anything out of Buffalo Trace, outside of Buffalo Trace. And then um, and then you get some random ones that are expensive, right? I was at a bar not too long ago. They had like, fuck, G- Evan Williams 1783, I think it is was like a $14 or a $12 pour. And for $14, you could get uh Baker's seven. Well, so Evan Williams, 1783 is like a $18, $20 bottle. And Baker's seven is a $60 bottle has a $2 different price point on the bourbon. Very confusing to me. Does not make sense. I think it's mostly mint, like menu wise. They're going to get away. They're going to be able to get away with it because of, the age on it or the 1783 i think most Um, people who haven't had it or haven't seen it in like stores or aren't really like they just haven't looked for it because i feel like 1783 is going to pretty much be everywhere like i've seen it in almost every liquor store i've been to should i even see it at vaughn's i guess i guess i'm just saying that uh they're probably trying to get away with it because they're banking on the fact that there's going to be most people that are going to order that one 
or people that don't know about it? I think it's because their lowest price for a pour is twelve bucks. Oh, like they have a. a they're they're minimal. like bottom, yeah. But then for two dollars more, you can get something way better, right? Like for me, if there's a pour that I enjoy under twenty dollars, I'm gonna get it, right? Like, and I I I do think of like how much is this? Is it for me to buy a bottle versus how much is it to uh, like? Things like that take I take into account when I'm buying whiskey at a bar. Or if I've had it, have I not had it? Do I want to tempt fate with this $28 pour? You know, so you kind of like, it, it's tricky, right? Because if you're getting into like a $40 pour and you can buy a bottle for 40 bucks, well, I'm going to buy something that isn't the same price as a bottle that I can find regularly. Yeah, that uh, $17.83 <clears throat> online, 18 bucks. Yeah, it's not expensive. Um, and Baker's is about a $60 bottle. It's a single barrel. So you're going from a small batch to a single barrel. And nothing against Evan Williams 1783. But to be honest, I'd rather have Evan Williams sing, uh, bottled in bond or single barrel. Which, by the way, Evan Williams single barrel is apparently now a, um, a Kentucky exclusive. Oh, interesting. Yeah, if you remember back, that was like one of our highest rated uh, bourbons for a while when we were doing Whiskey Biz. Mm-hmm. It was one of our first like 10 episodes. Really good bottle, especially for the price, being a single barrel. I think it's a good entry level single barrel if you can find it. Chances are you aren't going to find it though. Unless you're in Kentucky. Yeah, even there it's hard to find. I tried finding some. So the... um. So the reason I brought up price of pours is we went to Oak and Eden again this uh, weekend after we were at a beer festival in downtown. Uh, Probably was too drunk to uh, make the decision to go to a whiskey place and drink more. But, you know, I think I said, fuck it and let's fucking do it. Because it was was only like a three block walk. So it wasn't like a long way so far. You were getting your sober walk in. Yeah. In between drinks. So, and part of the reason I wanted to take, I I went, my parents invited me and my fiance to the beer festival. So I wanted to take them to get a glass of good whiskey because we had been there prior and the pricing was pretty good. It wasn't great pricing, but it was fair pricing. Like it was, it was fair to good pricing. And when we were last there, you could get a pour of older Van Winkle tenure for 40 bucks. You could get, uh, Pappy twelve for fifty bucks. Again, it's it's high when you look at MSRP for the bottles, but when you think of like what you or I could find the bottle for, it's very fair. And what you can find it for at a bar, it's usually like eighty and a hundred. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'll get you guys a pour of Pappy, and uh, and then I'll get something else because I had had it before and it's good, but it's not like exceptional. So go to the bar, ask them. It's it's not on the like menu, so you don't know what the price is. Ask him what it is, and he goes, uh, "It's hundred for old rip." I'm like, "Fuck!" And then they're like, "Ah, uh, it's it's hundred And I was like, "Oh, how much is Pappy Twelve?" Thinking like, "Well, if it's hundred and ten, hundred and twenty, I'll get him that instead of old rip." Dude says hundred and fifty, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Your prices went up, like trip. They basically doubled or tripled. 
over the last year, year and a half. Year. It was about a year. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, you know what? I'll get. It. I didn't want to. You know, they paid for us to go to this beer festival, and I I wanted to let them try it, and I figured they wouldn't do it if if it wasn't me doing it. So I was like, okay, I'll take a pour of the rip. And I didn't get one for me. I I so right, we got that's a decent amount to <laughs> we got Weller full proof, which is a good pour too, and that was thirty dollars, uh-huh. which again slightly overpriced, but fair. That one was fair. Um. So I bring it up to him, and they're like, oh, he's pouring it, and he only had a half of a pour. So he's like, oh, you might be in luck. And I'm like, oh, what do you what do, what do you mean? He goes, well, how much you want to pay for it? I don't have a full pour. I'm like, what about 30 bucks? And he goes, how about 35 I'm like, sold. <laughs> nice. Because I... I didn't barter I mean, system, bro. They, because then they could at least then they could at least try it, right? And I felt bad, but I really didn't. I mean, nothing. I, I'd buy things for my parents, but one hundred and fifty dollars for a pour of whiskey when we're already drunk, not like in my mind, like a good purchase. So ended up giving it to them, and they're like, "That's it's really good, but you're right, it's not worth a hundred a pour." Or I mean, I think the cheapest I've seen it for is eight hundred a bottle. Uh huh. And so my parents were on board with that and they're like, yeah, it's not that good. Um, but it is very good. Weller, Weller foolproofs very good as well. But yeah, it's just, it's hard when you go to these bars and it's like, oh yeah, it's it's a hundred dollars for this. And then you know, there's something good for like, like a $20 pour. Like you could get anything in the old Forester lineup for like 20 to 22 a pour. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of the like 19... So you have 1897, 1910, 1920, and 1870. Sorry, I, didn't, I went out of order there for a second. All of those are like $50 to $60 bottles, and you get those for a $20 pour, where Old Rip retail, I think, is 70 and it's going for 100 a pour. But it's just, it's rare. Right? No one can find it. They probably get like three bottles a year, and this place is pushing out alcohol out their ass. So... I don't know. It just kind of drives me nuts. I don't know how you are when you buy a whiskey, but I feel like you follow similar ideals as me. Yeah, I definitely do. Not ideals, like similar methodology maybe. Yeah. But I have a hard time paying. Sometimes I have a hard time paying over 70 for a bottle that I haven't had yet. And if I see it at like a bar and it's a special occasion and it's at a good price in terms of the poor, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take that jump. It's fair. I, I, yeah, I get it. Like if it's not like if it's a $40 poor, maybe not, you're almost better off buying the bottle. Mm -hmm. It's like a 25, $30 poor. Yeah. It might be worth the, worth pulling the trigger. Yeah. That's how I had I had seagrass that way. They had a twenty five dollar pour of uh, barrel seagrass, and that's a good whiskey. It's enjoyable. Um, well, probably one of my more liked bottles of barrel. They're a little tough. Sometimes they're good. It's like that uh, that video of the I don't know if he's a race car driver or a boxer, but he's like sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit. Oh yeah, Have you seen that video? <laughs> yeah, because uh, usually it was a. Uh... I think the, what I was seeing for, I think he is a boxer, 
but uh, I think I saw that clip come from someone saying like uh, my golf game. Yep, yep. A lot good. of people use that. <laughs> like when someone asks me how I play golf or how how good I am. Yep. Nope. I agree. It's always the golf one. But it's um I'm happy with this whiskey. Like I had a pretty big pour, but it's not like I'm just chugging it. Sitting there nicely, the flavor's nice. Yeah, it, it is nice to just like sit down or set down cuz I ended up pouring the rest of the handshake that you gave me um and i've just been kind of like chilling with it so yeah this could be a good flask whiskey i am not opposed to that um i normally go for like the 110 and up but in terms of proof but um i i agree with you this is actually of course i always think of flasks for snowboarding i don't think of it for like yeah out about, I, when, or weddings see, or whatever. I'm different, right? Like I, I yeah, more like what different. I, well, I am too, but it, it's um, <clears throat> like, I think of it like, would I take it on the Vegas strip or would I bring it with me in Vegas? Right. Where yeah. it's hotter and you're walking around a lot. You just want a little something here and there. You go too high proof. I mean, you go with a group of people and, you know, there's a 50% chance you're getting a fat Tuesday as well. So you don't want to, like, completely light yourself up on four ounces of, or what is it, eight ounces in a flask, um, seven ounces? My flask. Yours is big. Yeah. <laughs> I think a standard flask is about six ounces. So you're going to get pretty lit on uh, six ounces of high proof. Yeah. yeah. If you if you have it in a short period of time. And flasks tend to disappear quicker than a glass of whiskey, I feel Especially like. Especially if you're with other people and... yeah. They see that you uh, went ahead and, and took a sip. They're like, oh, can I have some? Sure. Well, right. there's that too. But I mean, even like if you and I brought a flask somewhere, we'd be like, fuck, I already drank the flask. And I'd be <laughs> like, fuck, you, I did, you did, or I did too, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Like but, when we were at the pool for Chris's. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck, we're out. We're out. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think the only reason we aren't super hammered in Vegas until late is because we're moving so much. That we're always doing something. You're never sitting. Like once you sit down is when you get fucked up in Vegas. Absolutely. Especially That's, at at the tables. So if you've never been to Vegas and you're gonna go to Vegas, don't do be it. Be careful. Like <laughs> oh fuck. I can't tell you how many times I've lost a buttload of money because I got hammered in the casino. It's not a good idea. I got lucky this last trip. I actually came up up, which oh, was nice. it's just a rarity for me. This is, and I only played a little bit of blackjack. I broke even on the blackjack table, and I was up on slots. So it's just a fucking miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, but yeah, Christmas it's, uh, miracle in April. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that is not an April Fool's joke, even though we aren't even near April Fools. But it's not an April Fools joke, regardless. Um, but yeah, it was it was. This is enjoyable. I'm happy with this whiskey. But it's not like there are other whiskeys that are good like this. Like, it's not exceptional. It's good. If that makes sense. It If I see it in the store, I You'll will... pick up a bottle. Yeah. There's I think it's worth having on the shelf, especially at the price. Get a nice, enjoyable whiskey. Maybe it's not, like, as high of a proof as you'd like, but you get plenty of flavor. You aren't going to get lit. I feel like this is a good dad whiskey. To mm-hmm. your point, right where you t- you've talked mm-hmm. about it before, that you like you feel bad getting like drunk, like having like two high proof glasses of whiskey. 
and and watching Noah because you're like, oh, I'm kind of like I'm intoxicated at that point, but I'm yeah. also like responsible for him. So if I have to drive somewhere, I have to like this. I well, feel like yeah, you could have to ta- like I'm not getting drunk in front of in front of him. He's asleep. Yeah. But if something were to go wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So. So, yeah, this is very enjoyable. But I, I'm a big proponent of talking about flask, flask whiskey, a big proponent of putting like 30 to $45 bottles in it. I don't put cheap shit. I don't put super expensive stuff. It's usually like 30 to 45 bucks because I feel like I don't know if the metal makes, does anything to it, but I do have it in my mind that it could. And, uh, so yeah, I, I will say I'm more apt to put in a little bit more expensive whiskey into my uh, flask, especially if I'm going up snowboarding. I could see it with snowboarding. And the higher proof, the higher, um, like even just like hotter whiskey, obviously is a little bit nicer while you're snowboarding because you're cold at times. And um, if you're going about doing something that, you're usually timid to do it does yeah. definitely help uh help you out and i think it helps you fall because you're not as rigid <laughs> so, okay usually so, kind of uh, loosens you up yeah it loosens you up you're not sitting there like breaking an arm or something like that as well i fell this last i fell quite a bit this last uh time just a little out of practice no my edges were uh dull so i was fighting uh trying to stay up most of the time it was just me uh sliding out so but why were your edges dull Devo? were you lazy with prepping your board no um need a new board no no i definitely don't need a new board uh that's ariana um i do i do think i need to take it to a professional rather than doing my own filing so okay that's fair do you file it down a lot or is it like you have to like file down the wax that is over your board do you wax so you, it? You, you file down a little bit of the wax, um, but there is like a bevel that you try and like follow uh, with okay. the file, and it uh, it helps sharpen the. I just haven't done it since uh, last season, so okay, like they weren't dull, dull. It was just duller like they, than you'd like. Yeah, got it. And at the times that I was falling. Um, the snow was more icy and, uh, uh, bumpy. So I wasn't able to really like, I don't know how, Get an how edge. to explain it. Yeah. Got it. So Devo, are you ready for that time? It's probably won't be as long of a whiskey talk. That's what, or, uh, Bung this section, of the week. Yeah. it's going to be a shorter one this week. Uh, probably because that's part of the reason I brought up the other topics beforehand, but so, <laughs> we were watching a show. It's called Alone. I don't know if you've watched it. I think it was on like no. Netflix for a while. They have a season. It's it's a it's a survival have... show. Okay. Uh and it's with four people, right? So it depends. So they I've seen a few different seasons. One was literally these people are alone and it's there are like eight people that start and then the like they have to make it a certain number of days and then it's the last one to to tap out. To, right, so and you, they're in Alaska, right? So you have no idea when they tap out. Yeah, they're well, Alaska. They're in the they're in wetter areas. 
or wet, icier, Cold, snowier, colder, colder climates. That's that's a better way to say it. And uh, they they have to survive on their own, and they're given like a small pack of things. So those like go on for a full season. The one that I just watched, I just started was it's a lone beast, and it's basically they get no tools. All they get is to go with what they have, and there's a team of three of them. The only thing that they get is they kill like a large animal for them. Right before, and then they f- shoot a flare where the animal is killed, and they have to go get to the animal, and then basically gut it, because you only have a certain period of time between the kill and needing to gut it before the, the meat will start to spoil. Interesting. But I mean, what you don't sense, but... what you don't think of is these fuckers don't have knives, so they have to gut an animal without a knife. So they have to find, like, rocks that they can use. Chisel them out and whatnot? <laughs> It will not even chisel. So a lot of these guys would take rocks and they'd break them on a, a bigger rock. So they'd take smaller, mm-hmm. like s- more brittle rock, and then they'd like hit it up against a rock and see if a shard came out sharp. And then they they just yeah. hand use that shard by hand and they'd use it as like a their hand was like the handle in essence. That's more primal than oh uh, hell yeah. the show that I saw because uh, I I saw it's called Outlast. I don't know if you've watched that one yet. Maybe that's the one that it, I'm thinking of. Maybe it's it another, isn't alone. It's it's another uh, show where there mm. are like mm-hmm. uh, it's teams of four. I know which uh, one you're talking have about four now. Teams, so it's like sixteen people start out, yeah. and then they you go as long as you can, um, and then they have like a final day or whatever. But it was uh it was an interesting show. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to watch what these people know, like. They're like, oh shit! I would have never thought of that. And then, like, these fuckers were boiling water in the like the stomach of yeah. the moose that was killed because of the liner. It, it, it yeah. holds it holds the water well. It also like helps to boil it faster because of the texture of the stomach of these animals. Well, shit! Some uh, weird ass shit. Bear Grylls did that in one of his episodes. He fell or he he went and slept in. Oh, I think it was I think it was a either a deer or a moose carcass. You know, it sounds fucked up and you're like, I'd never do that, but if it kept you warm it's and freezing cold, mode. hell yeah. yeah. Yep. Um so we were watching this show and I was like, Oh, they're you know, they say like, Oh, this is a, a in this area you'll find a lot of black bears and wolverines. Which by the way, wolverines are very small, vicious animals. They're they're not large, right? <clears throat> but they're fucking nasty. You don't want to fuck with these dudes. But so I was like, oh, I thought black bears were like the most dangerous, not grizzly or polar. So I thought, well, when I think of like deadliest, right? Like deadliest bears, I think what kills the most people. And apparently, black bears aren't as scared of people. Like grizzlies won't like chase after people like if you run they'll just be like fuck it see you later like have fun mm-hmm. black bears i think pursue and i believe they black bears pers- black bears can actually can climb trees grizzly bears cannot no grizzlies just uh claw and mark their territory yes but black bears you're right they can climb but um, the deadliest uh black bear is one that's near their young Especially that's a mama. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think in terms of like 
if you were to see a bear, you would really hope it's not a grizzly or a polar bear. But I think in terms of number of deaths per year, I think black bear is the highest because it's the most, it's more common in areas that people like hike and camp than like grizzly bears. Yeah. And they're, they're in Sequoia. So yes. Um, just a quick story time. Uh, there was one year that Ariana and I went camping up in Sequoia and, uh, we were driving down the street. I can't remember or driving down the road and, and I can't remember where we were headed to, but, uh, we were, um, caravanning with her parents. Okay. And off to the side of the road, uh, you could see like these bears and I was like, Oh, cool. And, um, I got out of the car. I went to try and take a picture uh, Ariana's mom was like yelling at me to get in the car <laughs> and I was oh, like, why? Wow. So I, I was trying to get as close as can be and, you know, take as close of a picture as I could. And then I see nice, the two, uh, bear cubs that are like halfway up the tree. Oh and shit. Mama bear kind of like turned around at me. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so nice. I was in there. I, I didn't have the balls to be able to like stay there to take a picture i just ran straight back to the car um and once i got back in the car and we were driving away ariana's like why would you do something like that are you crazy are you stupid like it was a mama bear with her cubs like you could have been mauled and i was like yeah i could have but how great of a story would that have been (laughs) jesus steve jesus First trip up to Sequoia. How right? was it? Um, well, I got I mauled, mauled by a bear. So yeah, that's why my face is fucked up. You see, I don't know <laughs> if you noticed, my face is a little distorted. I survived it's... a bear attack. Yeah, like, how many people can say that they've done that? <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be a great story if you could. You survived it to tell it. Yes, I completely agree. I'm pretty sure I said that joke out of fear, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely scary. It was I bet. to hide my fear. I bet. I bet. So I I was because of this, like my thought of black bears being the most deadly, meaning they kill the most humans. And my fiance thought that it was grizzly bears were more dangerous, which it it's true. Grizzly bears are more dangerous and they're more vicious because they can't climb, so they can't get away. So when something comes up face to face with them they just fight it right they can't they don't have the option to run Mm -hmm. so they're they're a little more vicious when they feel attacked they stand their ground they hold their territory um but they don't pursue so i looked it up and when i typed in bears i accidentally typed in deadliest beard which brings us to our uh bunghole of the week Which, it by very, the way, you have a magnificent beard. I thanks, know you've thanks, gotten Siva. plenty of uh, compliments on it, too. I like it a lot more like longer. Outside of, the, outside of the podcast and everything. Um, Thank you, Devo. That you, means you a lot. You definitely have that uh, Viking look. I appreciate it. I think it. you should grow it out and, and do, like, uh, braids. Lauren would kill me. <laughs> she would kill me. Um, so the first thing that came up with Deadliest Beard instead of bears, uh, was meet the beard that killed its owner. 
So, I mean, <laughs> how can you not fucking be the bunghole of the week if your beard killed you? Well, it, it makes it, uh, it personifies it. That's kind of funny. Yes. So, I don't know what country this came from, but it's 16th century Mayor Hans Steininger. I'm guessing it's like. Well, 16th is century is what? Uh, it's 1500s. Seven- is it 15? Yeah, it's always... I wasn't sure yeah. if it was ahead or... Because was... 0 to 100 is 1st century, 100 to 200 second 2nd century. Okay. Yeah. Um, or 100 to 199, I guess. So they had... Okay, go So on. this has to be like uh, like the Scandinavian countries. Because so, he's, he's well-bearded or what? Well, Steininger, Hans, uh, yeah, I maybe guess Germany... True. I don't know. Well, in in like I'm gonna guess like back in Norway too. Yeah. Yeah. So 16th century mayor Hans Steininger was famous for his supposedly four foot long beard. Jesus Christ, four foot long. If he's six feet, that's hanging around his ankles. And remind you, there aren't pictures of this. It would be drawings. Of him because there, were, there weren't pictures, <laughs> there weren't cameras back then. So who knows? They they definitely had uh, ink, so they were at least yeah uh, drawings. So he is. Oh, it's Aust- he's Austrian because oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain so why. In a just second. think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So four foot long. He was he was famous for it until it killed him. Today his beard is displayed at the local museum in Braunau am Inn. Austria? Don't know where the, I, I don't know. I'm probably saying that completely wrong, but I didn't know an <laughs> so, inn could be a city as well as a location that you sleep. So, so wait a minute. It, it it's in the museum. So they're holding the beard hostage. Basically, the beard is is serving life. It's holding his soul. His soul is in the beard. It's probably <laughs> fucking haunted. So he he would he, apparently the dude rolled his beard. Up into his pocket and out of the way, which Why am I fuck? How big of, like of a pocket Scrooge. is that? Like that's got to be a big fucking pocket. Like when I think I I was just wearing a polo earlier that had a pocket, and I I don't even think I could fit my beard in the pocket, let alone a four foot long beard. So I'm imagining like he puts the tip of the beard in there and then it like folds over into like a wave. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I have no fucking like- clue. Like I, w- I was thinking of like uh, maybe it is this guy that they got the thing from, but like uh, the old timey stories of. Oh wait, no, no maybe I'm think I don't know. I'm just thinking of like like you said, like an old beard that's hanging down, and like can get caught on anything and everything. Like yeah, I have a hard enough time with. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, sweatshirts that have the the pole strings, yeah, getting stuck at times. I can only imagine with a with a beard where it like tugs yeah, and it's hurt, hurts. Fucking huge. He's, he's got to be a back sleeper, or he had to have been a back. Oh, could sleeper. you imagine? You like pull out like I mean, you don't even have to do much. Imagine his wife's mad at him. She could get him from almost four feet away, <laughs> and he has to he has to retreat treat quickly because that beard's not moving as fast as he is. It's behind him. You know, I I don't know. So apparently what happened was there was a fire in some location he was and he forgot to tuck his beard away in his pocket. And he tripped on his beard when he was trying to get out and he ended up 
Uh, he tripped at the top of a uh, flight of stairs and fell down the stairs and died. Damn. So, what a way to go. So now his beard is known for also being the deadliest beard of all time. Like, I legit, when I first started reading this, there was a fire. I'm like, that fucker lit him up, and he just, you know, it caught fire, and fucking, uh, like, yeah, how are you going to put that shit out, when you first right? I, I thought that as well. And uh, and then it's like, yeah, it made him, he tripped and fell. Like, But now I'm thinking, like, how fucking short was this dude? A four-foot-long beard is, is an extravagant beard. What, was he, like, running, and it got stuck between his legs? And then he tripped yeah, he, himself. He, he, like it's not like he, he, he shouldn't have stepped on it. Like he should have thrown it over his shoulder. He should have known. He wasn't on like a, a on a. He's not like a sprinter. That's like you know his head's three feet off the ground for the first ten meters of the run. But even <laughs> like once you get past that, like well, going upstairs or downstairs. I, can't, I, I can't I'm guessing down. I'm guessing he fell. Well, he fell down a flight of stairs. I don't know how okay. often you'd be running upstairs if there was a fire. Um, if you're trying to save your kids, I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't didn't maybe say he was the, a father, maybe, but maybe it killed dog? him regardless. He died. He he was a mayor. He so. was a mayor. Um, so he died, and uh, and now he has also like one of the longest beards of all time and the deadliest beard. But I just thought, like, like how fucking stupid. First of all, you grow a beard that long, you know it's it's. It's going to cause a problem in some point in time. Could you imagine right. like trying to have sex? Like you have to separate your hair. <laughs> so you can put uh, yeah, it in. Part it. Like yeah, yeah you, you have, have to, to like part, part that shit. Like oh, you know. Might as well have called <laughs> him Moses to part his beard <laughs> so they could cross. Him using it like like as a tickling tool or whatever. Right? <clears throat> uh, um maybe he wraps his <laughs> dick with it to add a little maybe that was the original condom. He wrapped his dick with his beard hair, and it was less likely to uh, get through. That would be a sticky situation. It would. That's gross. I'm not Uh, tangled and whatnot. Not here for it. Yeah. uh, um, No, what's kind of funny is uh, that his beard is more famous than him in the grand scheme of things because if he was a mayor he was probably thinking like oh you know like i would like to leave uh, a, a legend or you know being someone of uh great value and and live in infamy but unfortunately it's his beard that that took the cake the the beard is the one that's that stole the show yeah but you have to think about mayors this way, right? Like, you're either known for being a... Like, if you're known, you're either a really bad mayor or an extremely good mayor. A good mayor would never be remembered. I guess that... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like being a good employee, a bad a bad employee is remembered, and an extremely good employee is remembered. Uh, but the good employee gets his work done and doesn't overachieve doesn't get asked to, to be pulled into all the additional projects that an extremely good employee does, but he still gets a decent raise every year. Yeah. 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 You're right. Uh, You're right. Flies under the radar. Um, does like old scout yeah. won't be remembered as heavily as some of the other really good bottles we've had. True. Uh, or bad bottles more as an honorable mention. Yeah. It's deal. like, it's a, it's a good bottle. It's not going to get put on um, any top 10 list for us, but 
unless we pick like top ten old uh top ten smooth ambler whiskeys, then it's definitely gonna be on there because they have like nine. Right. <laughs> right. Um but but do you think this guy had just bad karma? I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I mean, first of all, trip over yourself. Like, I mean, <sighs> that there's that whole joke of like, I have such a big dick, like I I trip on it when I walk or whatever. But to have that, beard you know, goddamn, that, that guy has a small dick. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like this was during the time that, like, if you were um, overweight, you were looked at as rich and, and yeah, probably. Yeah, all it, of that, right? Yeah, so, probably. Like, if his beard. So he wasn't he, he wasn't rich by any means because the beard tripped him. Because <laughs> if he had a belly, it would have shortened it, and he wouldn't have been able to trip over the beard. Unless, like on the you said, flip he was side, very though, short. He was he could have been taller, and his leg he didn't you know he didn't have enough thigh gap <laughs> between so strides. He, he got so it he stuck between his legs. <laughs> And he went face first, wedgie. You know, and he was going just fast enough that he, when he tripped, he's at the top of the flight of stairs. You know, made it about halfway head first, and then ended up on the bottom. I mean, we shouldn't be making fun of a dude that died, but it was in the 16th century, so you know, it was long enough ago to be okay. Like, it's probably not too soon to make jokes, <laughs> right? But it, it, it's also like how. If it's the middle of the night and a fire breaks out, like I can kind of understand tripping down the stairs, not necessarily tripping over your beard, but tripping down the stairs. Well, that could have happened too, but they he's remembered for tripping they, over his fucking beard. Like, I know. What so, the fuck? So wait, how did, how did they put it into the museum? Did they skin his face? And Dude, keep the... I'm hoping they just cut it and they didn't skin him. Like, you know, there's like, just, there's they, fucking they jaw skin it. still there. Like all like crinkled up and probably like bluish now, I don't fucking know. That'd be I would, uh, I don't know. Imagine I kinda, that's your. I wouldn't be opposed to go checking out this dude's beard though. I was gonna like, say if I'm in a nearby town. Imagine this guy was your ancestor. Like, well, I mean, you, at least you, what, what is your family famous for? Oh, uh, my really like my like, great, 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 yeah. Uh, grandfather died. Due to his beard, he was he was a mayor. He was a mayor. Wait, wait, his he died because of his beard. Like no one hears that he was a mayor. <laughs> yeah. No one hears that. I'm guessing it was kind of like a smallish town, but it had a two story building. So back in the 1600s, it was Austria. So I mean, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Austrian, not to be confused with Australian. Just for you that might get confused. I don't think anyone listening to this. You guys are all sophisticated fuckers. I was going to say, I, I feel like Austria is famous because of Germany, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they definitely have, they have some, uh, I don't know, History is there. it is it famous or infamous? Uh, you might be right with the infamous well, I'm just part, thinking, yeah. like, I don't think there are many, like, I guess there are famous, like, Serial killers, but they're also infamous. <laughs> but they're True. like famous. Like I feel like infamous should be used for like negatives, and famous should be used for positives. Like you're famous because you did a good <clears throat> job. You're infamous because you did a shitty job, or you did something stupid, or something bad happened. Well, it, or all three. I feel like I I saw a TikTok about these type of words where it's like disorder, but at the same time, like 
I, I don't know. I don't think it was disorder, but I, I like the it, it's reversed on. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I just had to bring that up because it was kind of like a bunghole moment for me too that I pi- typed in D instead of S, and because it was beard, it didn't autocorrect to bears. Like you know, if I put a Q in there, it would have like autocorrected to S. But because I put a D in beard, and then there's a fucker that actually died because of his beard, and it was just like too perfect <laughs> not to talk about. So is that your goal? Is to get your beard down no, to four feet? No, no, I don't want to trip. I don't have that thigh gap, bro. I don't have a beard. I don't have a beard gap between my thighs. That if I if I go running, which I sure as shit am not planning on it to do, planning to do it anytime soon. But you know, if I have to run for my life from like, I don't know. A solicitor or something i can uh because <laughs> it's not gonna be uh a, a, an animal yeah i mean less less likely that i think i can scare a coyote away yeah a pack of coyotes might be yeah they yeah. might but even still i think i have a shot to like scare them away enough to get into an area that they cannot easily get into yeah and where we are at right now um I feel like most coyotes travel alone. Yeah, they don't. Usually they're like, they they got lost. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys listening. If you stuck around this long, make sure to reach out to us on TikTok, Instagram, follow us those places. Um, if TikTok, Make sure around. to subscribe, too, to the podcast. It's always fun. We have fun stuff every week. There's always something <laughs> stupid I say. And, a, and an interesting intro. A joke. Yeah, there's there's always something. You, you can always count on something weird happening on this podcast. So if you are up for like weird things happening on a podcast, this is this is the place for you. But uh, reach out to us. It's bungholes and rabbit holes spelled out all the way across. Um, no spaces, obviously, because it's they, they don't allow spaces. I guess like we right. could have like underscores, but underscores, none of that shit. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of talking. We already have point. enough characters in our name. We don't need <laughs> right. to add more. Um, it fills up. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then reach out to us at bungholes and rabbit holes at gmail dot com if you want to ask us a different question, recommend a bunghole of the week, anything like that. You can reach out to any of those three platforms if you want to get our exclusive content. Where we either sometimes we'll drink bourbon like store picks that someone sends us that's a patron, or it could be a harder to find bottle, things like that. Um, you can hop over to patreon.com forward slash bungholes and rabbit holes and join there. You can also get invited to our bi-monthly meet and greets. If you join the $5 or higher tier, we have fun. We drink a lot. Uh, sometimes I throw up strawberries afterward. So, you know, it's, uh, sometimes I get in trouble or I find out that I'm in trouble the next day. Oh, I'm always, I, it's, it's just a guaranteed. So if, if you want to get in trouble with us, make sure to join so we can all get into trouble together. Don't make us feel so bad. Um, but <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure to leave five stars. Any reviews are always helpful. Um, oh, Diva, you have any final thoughts? Yes. Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat and don't be a bunghole. Woo!